Partners in Bloomington, Illinois. This is the pre-proposal show for dating couples designed to make diamond engagement ring shopping easy, understandable, and fun. This is the Carter Cast. The star of the show is Jack Lewis Jewelers CEO, John Carter. I'm your host, Joshua Scholl. Today, we conclude our conversation on the four C's as Carter goes into thrilling detail about carrot and cut. When you think carrot, do you think size? So did I, and I was wrong. Find out why. Mostly, though, this episode is about cut, because Carter believes cut is by far the single most important of the four C's, and that you should always prioritize cut when spending your money. I make him defend that position, so take a listen and see if his argument is persuasive. If you're shopping for a diamond, this is the episode you don't want to miss. Let's do it. What you should do when you're buying a diamond is you should spend your money where it makes sense. Yes. But most importantly, you should save your money where it makes sense. Okay. And that's the color clarity part, that's, in that, your opinion. Like that's the, way the you color do and clarity okay. side of things. And, and okay, so how can we mask mediocre to lower color and clarity? Right. I'm glad you asked, John. I did ask that. Because that is the most important category yes. for a diamond. Now, the one thing I will, and I usually skip over caraway, but I probably shouldn't because you think people understand what it is. I think it's the one most people are familiar with. It is. Because I think it's the, how big the diamond is. I, th- I think size when I think carrot. But it's not size. Well, Yeah, it's not size. Carrot is a weight. Weight? A weight. So you can have two one carat diamonds. Yeah. And one, if it distributes it, again, looking at the diamond from the face up, yep. one can distribute its weight this way, okay. and the other one can distribute its weight this way. Okay. They both weigh one carat. Yep. But if your eyeball is up here looking down at this one, it's the one that distributes this weight this way is going to look much larger. Okay. <laughs> so it's important probably to get a diamond that does neither, right? It does, it does, it combines uh, proper proportions, so you're maximizing the amount of light that the diamond returns, which right. brings us to the most important category. What is the most important category? Cut grade is always the most important. Now, is this just your opinion trying to sell me a diamond, or is this a, a universally understood opinion? I think it I think it will depend. You will get varying opinions from different... This is one of the reasons why buying a diamond can, can be confusing to, okay. to a consumer, is because you'll go into different stores and you'll say... They'll say that clarity is important. Mm-hmm. One will say, "Well, you're going to notice color more than you're going to notice clarity," mm-hmm. and, and you probably do. Like between the two, mm-hmm. I would say color is more noticeable than clarity okay. generally. So there's some truth to that. Right. But I, I ask myself as, as a customer walking through the door, one of the things that I tell everybody mm-hmm. is, absolutely nobody is ever going to walk up to her when that diamond is on her finger yep. and they're going to say, "That's a really pretty 104 Pi SI2." <laughs> that would be like the most ridiculous thing to say to anybody that is wearing a diamond. Mm-hmm. But what they would say is, your diamond is so big. Mm. Your diamond is so sparkly. Yes. Your diamond is so bright. Why does your diamond light up in this dark bar or restaurant that mm-hmm. we're in and mine looks so bland? Yeah. It has nothing to do with color and clarity. Okay. Color and clarity, it has almost nothing to do with color and clarity. Color and clarity are really only visually apparent in the diamond okay. when they're pretty bad. Okay. But the way that a diamond sparkles... Mm-hmm. The way that it returns the light yes. has almost everything to do with the proportions of that diamond. GIA uh, proportions meaning how it's cut. How it's cut. Okay. Right? Diamonds are diamonds are cut to maximize the way that light comes in through the top and then leaves through the top. Because we want them to sparkle as yeah. much as possible. Like that, that's what you're after when you're Some cutting of the a diamond. Myths that you're to get people will say, "Well, I got to set my diamond up high because I want mm-hmm. light to come in through the bottom." No, yeah. you don't. Diamonds aren't cut to return light from the bottom. Light right. comes in from the bottom, obviously. Right. It has to. But the it's the, the diamond is controlling the ray of light. Yeah. It's controlling it. It's bouncing it off one angle onto the other. And it's like it's like playing a game of pool, right? If you're going to make hmm. your shot in a game of pool, yeah. 
you got to hit the ball off the bumper at exactly the right angle. So, so when you're cutting a diamond, you're cutting it because you want the light to do a specific thing. You're plant. You're controlling what the light does. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's neat. Okay. Yep. And huh. and that that's the skill of a master cutter. Sure. Right. And that's this. That's the idea behind buying a diamond that's cut to AGS zero cut grade standards, like our Jack Lewis Flame mm -hmm. collection of diamonds, or buying shameless plug. Uh -huh, that'll come up later. <laughs> Uh, or yep. or a diamond that's just not cut quite as well, and that's okay. Again, that's up to the consumer. Maybe they want a little bit. Maybe they want a diamond that looks a little, a little bit bigger, and they're willing. To, they can still take that same budget that they were willing to right. spend and spend it on weight rather than on the quality of the cut grade. But one of the nice things about cut grade is if you are maximizing the amount of cut grade. Let's say come, somebody comes in and. We never ask people to adjust their budget. We might just ask you to adjust your expectations of what you're going to give for that budget. And my advice is always, somebody came in thinking they were going to spend their money and get a full one carat for that that money. Right. I might say buy a ninety, buy a ninety point point nine zero carat. What does that mean? What point? Uh, it's just it's ten points if a diamond's broken up or if a carat weight's broken up like a dollar. One point zero zero is a one carat. Okay. Point ninety would be right. just under a one carat. Right? And sometimes you'll call it like eighty three points. Well, that'd be well, that'd be in the eighties. But if you had something right, in the nineties, I mean, like 0 0.9, 0 0.96, something like that, gotcha. you're gonna have a diamond that's gonna face up, similar to a one carat. It's not a one carat. We won't call it a one. What do you mean face up? It's gonna uh, face again, up. face up. Like remember how we were talking about the way we're looking at the diamond face up from this direction? Yeah. We're talking about color. So you're saying it's just gonna look similar-ish, even though it's technically not as big. Right. It's gonna look similar to a one carat. Right. Okay. You don't want to buy that diamond as a one carat. It is not a one carat. Right. Because it's under a one carat, it will be substantially less expensive. Right. Right. And But you might be spending your money on the quality of the cut grade. And you can also mask a little bit of color and clarity in that stone. Let's say you have, that, you have a diamond that's cut to those those ideal cut standards, mm -hmm. but it's an I or a J in color, or it's an I1, SI2. You might be able to, you can mask some of the sins of Mother Nature by controlling the way that the, the, the diamond is cut. So as you go through this, and again, I'm, I'm the customer who knows nothing. So as, as you use like as we've established as we very clearly as, as you times. as you use certain terminology I'm trying to because I've heard you talk about it for years but I, I'm trying to so you mentioned ideal oh so you're bored <laughs> you're bored with this cut you've mentioned ideal cut just right there like what what is like that I've heard that term in things what what's ideal very, what does that mean it's a very generically used term okay. honestly in this in this industry and is that something i should care about like like do i need to know that that's 100 that it's 100 percent the thing that you should care about the most okay uh it is the thing that you should spend your money on if if, if it costs a little bit more to have an ideal cut i would always recommend dropping your color and clarity down a little bit accordingly to match your budget to that and so is it because as we've talked about with the cut being most important and how a master cutter will cut with a specific strategy in mind to maximize and control the light the way that he wants it to come out of that diamond to maximize sparkle that's why i should care about trying to find as close to ideal cut as i can afford that's correct and make so if, if i have to compromise on the size of the stone i should be willing to do that in order to get something that's closer to ideal cut yep. because of the way it's going to sparkle on our finger i've seen this with my friends over the years where they'll i'll have this conversation with them and they'll buy um a one carat AGS zero cut grade. Right. And I'll say, look, you guys are going to go to dinner with other couples. You're going to sit down and you're going to talk about it. And you're going to say our diamond, everybody starts at some point it's going to come conversation, especially if you have like newly married or newly right. engaged people or mm -hmm. generally you have people that are kind of like at the different levels yep. of what that looks like, mm -hmm. or any people that haven't quite looked yet, they're mm -hmm. just serious. And at some point 
they start taking their diamonds around, passing them around the table. And if you're at a dimly yep. lit restaurant or, or bar here in town or yep. wherever you are, customers will call me like, man, you told me it was going to happen. Ours is the only one <laughs> that looked amazing in yeah. this bar light. And this is why a diamond that is cut to perfection will take whatever light is in the room, whatever light. Even if it's low. Even if it's low, whatever right. light it can get its table on. Right. right? Like yeah. whatever light enters the thing, it's going to scream it back out yeah. across to you. As opposed to a diamond in a bright room that's not cut well, that's right under your nose, it just kind of sits there. Huh. That's the difference. Because that, that would be my question is, okay, this is... And again, is... at that table, not once did I say anybody's like, oh, mine's a JSIT. Exactly. And, you know, You're telling me that this should be the most important. Yeah. I guess my question as the customer would be, how, how much is this going to be noticeable? Like, what's the naked eye difference? Like, am I really going to be able to tell, if, if I really prioritize cut, and that's what I'm putting most of the money into, yeah. am I going to be able to notice that? when she's out in the, in the open. And it sounds like, yes, I mean, it sounds like you're saying you will notice that. Yeah, these little differences. And let's look, because I'm gonna, okay. we have a, a device here that I can show you uh, when you're buying. Uh, what am I paying for? Right. Here's these subtle nuances. Does a hundredth of a millimeter one way or another with the way that the facets align on the diamond or sort of the angles that are on the top of the stone. Right. Does that matter? Yes, right. it 100% matters. You're dealing with light. So right. like these, these nuances and the way that the light is reflected and refracted on the inside of the diamond, mm -hmm. it all matters. It all affects yeah. the beauty of the diamond. If I'm coming in here and I've heard you say all those things, I'm, I'm thinking now that what I want to make sure I prioritize if I'm buying a diamond, there's probably three things. I want to make sure she loves it. So that's, that's most important. Well, right. I mean, I, I think that's my biggest fear as a customer is that I'm going to get something she doesn't like. Right. That I'm going to somehow drop the ball. I'm going right. to fail. I'm going to somehow not get something <laughs> that is, is correct. Like I have that nervousness, that tension, that fear that I'm going to mess up. Um, so there's that. Then it's going to be, it sounds like I should prioritize the cut and probably how, how big it is. is something that it's probably going to be going through my mind too, is I want, I don't want to have some tiny little thing on her finger. Like, cause that's yeah. just a, a, probably a machismo male pride thing that, you know, you want to just make sure she has something that's somewhat big enough and then she's going to love it. But it sounds like what you're saying though, is that if I prioritize cut, Almost no matter how big it is, it's it's she's gonna love it because that's what's going to make it sparkle. That's right. So much no matter where she's at. I always say, and, I, and that's probably what's gonna put the smiles on faces and make her feel really happy about it. Is again, no matter how big it is, if it's cut perfectly or well, yeah. that that's what's gonna make the difference. I always say, like with a Jack Lewis flame or with any AGS zero uh, grade and, and uh, Forever Mark diamonds too, whatever. If you if you adjust just your budget. Accordingly, right. whatever that diamond may lack in weight compared to another diamond that you're looking at of a similar budget, yep. whatever the smaller diamond will lack in what I call um, or in weight, it'll make up for in what I call presence. Okay, because that diamond, instead of just sparkling in some parts of the diamond, it, the whole thing is bright and sparkly. Is that a technical term too, or is that just like a your a Carter term? Just Carter made it up. Presence. Presence. I like it. Presence is a. I. I you know, we, <laughs> we talk about, it, but but it makes sense, right? It describes yeah. it very well. It's. Right. Uh, it's that diamond sparkles from edge to edge. That's mm -hmm. presence to me, right? Sure. Instead of one that's dead in areas. And, mm -hmm. and again, we have this uh, wonderful device, which is kind of at the heart of what we do here. Okay. Yeah. Well, so what's this? So, yeah, so again, this is, I'm, this I'm a customer. I've never seen this before. Is this yeah. something I should care about? Like, what, what, is, what is this? Well, you sh uh, we care about it because we use this. I actually just returned uh, from Belgium, and I took this with me. This is a way that we'll go through parcels, which is large quantities of diamonds. So okay. I look at a parcel of, say, 30 diamonds. And I'll put diamonds on this individual stick, and I will put it through here, and I'm going through, and I'm choosing the best quality cut grades from that parcel. Okay, so you just have like a, an envelope full of just a bunch of loose diamonds, yep. and you just go one by one and look at them, and you're looking for... It's the whole reason I do it there. 
Yeah. Is, I'm not going there to buy pre-graded diamonds. Okay. Right. I'm going through to give my own discerning eye, my own talents that I've learned over the years, and Scott has okay. learned over the years, of this diamond is, it might not be a zero, but it might be a one or a two cut grade, which we'll, we'll talk about what that sure. means in a second. Yep. And so we know that those diamonds would be of high enough quality. And so I guess my point always is on that. If I'm going to go through a parcel of diamonds, and some of them are going to be a low cut grade, and mm -hmm. some of them are going to be a high cut grade, mm -hmm. If it's all the same price for the diamonds out of that parcel, why wouldn't I want the best quality? Is that how it's done? Like the diamonds are mostly the same price? Sometimes. Yeah, when that's over there. That's why I do it over there. And I'll, there are some chances for me to do that here. But but, but so, the, okay, so the idea is that always kind of my point is like, I'll buy, but most these, people, I'll buy these three out of the 30. And what do most people do then? Like people like you, that they just buy whatever's given to them? No, most people, most. Like why would they most, not do the same thing? I guess. Most stores are buying pre-graded, already determined why? Because they don't have the they, skill or the talent or the time or the, they don't care enough. I mean, or, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I would wonder as a customer. I'd be like, why Like, why are you able uh, to get these and somebody else isn't? One, or, it can be that stores lack the education and the experience to do that. Okay. We're very proud of it. And Scott and I are nerds about it. We both love it. I'm telling you, like I, I looked at my wife in Belgium. I've got diamonds in front of me <laughs> and espresso and this thing. And I'm like, I am in my element. I uh -huh, love yeah. this. Right. Because you're also buying nice value. Right. And it's a way for us to put a one carat um, HSI2 Jack Lewis flame that right. I know is going to get a zero cut grade. And it's a fraction of the price of right. what, what some branded cut grade diamonds might get. So my branded ideal cut diamonds. Might right. Get. So it's a nice way to offer value to sure. the customer. Whereas yeah. if I buy one that's already pre-graded, it's not that there's not bargains in there. You can. You just have to be discerning and, and particular on what you choose. And we, we buy those as well. I'm not saying sure, yeah, right. I'm just saying the purpose to those trips, I'm not going to go all the way overseas and buy things that I can buy here. Exactly. Gotcha. You know, so this is this is the beauty to that. And it's a fairly large percentage of our diamond wallet here. This It's stuff that you found in a parcel of diamonds at a lower got. price that you just identified like, ooh, there's a steal. That's right. Why is that in this parcel? That's I'm right. going to take that one. That That's right. Of. And then we send it in. I, we grade it when I get back. And we send it to the American Gem Society generally for grading. Gotcha. Uh, and okay. in particular focus on their cut grade. Right. So the American Gem Society cut grade yeah. is based on, first of the, the two most uh, respected cut grade systems in the world would be GIA mm -hmm. and AGS. Okay. Uh, full disclosure, as you know, because I'm president of the American Gem Society. Yes, I have So I am biased that way, not just because of my time mm -hmm. uh, on, on the AGS uh, board, okay. but also their cut grade system is really considered to be the best in the world. Why is it the best in the world? Ask me that, John. Why is it the best in the world? It is considered to be the best in the world because until AGS did their cut grade system in the 90s, Remember all the nomenclature that we just spent so much time talking about color. So much clarity, time. Everything else, so much time. It's all right. You'll edit it all. <laughs> just meant to make you look good. Uh -huh. So uh, we spent so much time talking about those things, but there's no cut grade language to be used until AGS came up with their cut Which grade seems strange because you've, you've made the, the case compellingly that it's the most important thing. So we why always knew it was the most important thing. It wasn't that we didn't know about it because there was a mathematician, uh, or he was a mathematician diamond cutter named Tolkowski in the around the turn of the century, right. that using sheer mathematics, he came up with the proper proportions that an ideal cut diamond should should be cut to. Okay. Nowadays, you fast forward 100 years, and using computers and ray tracing technology, you can actually ray trace, trace a ray of light inside of a diamond. Yeah. They've proven he was within percentage points. Really? Correct, just using sheer math, right? And so what AGS's system has done is they've fast forwarded that even more. So now I can be on the phone and I can say, I need a zero cut grade, right. zero on a scale of zero to 10, zero is the best. So zero is ideal. 10 is the lowest. Zero is ideal. Zero is ideal. Okay. So that's equivalent 
Mm -hmm. terminology okay yep and so and gia system would go excellent very good good fair and poor they have five cut grades ags has 11. okay so the zero in ags because there's more cut grades is more specific than saying just a diamond is an excellent okay cut grade. Gotcha. and it's not, and it's not it's just gia there's other uh grading laboratories but sure. for sure if you're gonna buy a diamond it's gonna be graded by one of those two laboratories you want you want it to be done by gia or, gotcha. or ags definitely okay. the best we prefer for the most part, since we're selling strictly on cut grade, we prefer yeah. the more specific cut grade of okay. AGS, right? But they're both very credible, very, okay, so that makes very sense. knowledgeable so, reports. I, I never thought about that before. So because you are of the opinion that cut grade is the most important, mm -hmm. it makes sense why you would want to choose the system. That has the best cut grade. Right. Like, yeah. Not because the other one's bad, like you said, but it's because it, it's more specific right. to what you believe is the most important part of the diamond. Correct. Okay. Right. Yeah. And so what we'll do is we, we can show you. Right. I can just, and it's not just holding a diamond across the room saying, Hey, this one's bright. What do you think of it? Right. It also is taking this mm -hmm. device, which was created by the American gem society to show you the perfection of cut grade from one diamond to another. Okay. Right. And so what you do is take a diamond in here, but this thing is showing you, it's showing you a couple of things, but it's showing you number one, what light diamonds are cut to maximize the amount Remember we said earlier, the amount of light that a diamond returns. We know yes. that the brightest light that a diamond returns comes from around this angle. Okay. If you're right upon the diamond, it's coming from this angle above me. Right. It's also returning light from the outer perimeter. Okay. This, the brighter light is going to look under here. It's going to look red. And okay. On the outer periphery, it's going to be green. Right. And then blue light, which is going to be usually light that you're blocking when you're looking over it, yeah. is going to be reflected more. In, in, that's more overhead light, right? So it goes okay. blue overhead. Looks pink when you look at this cone on, right. on the camera, but it actually under here will look uh, red okay. and then green from the outer edges. So if I show you an average cut diamond, okay. actually, and this is probably maybe even a little bit above average under this filtered light. I just looked down in there. Just look down in there. Okay. Looks pretty cool, right? Like yeah. That's just a, a, an average diamond cut under filter light. This is from our Jack Lewis Spark collection. Now we can show this again. Uh, we can put this on screen, kind of what we're looking at. But it, it's it's very multicolored. It almost looks like a like a heat map. Like it's very just oversaturated. Yeah, like, that's a great way to think about. Lots it. of reds and blues, and like it, it definitely doesn't look like a a white diamond. It looks like right. on, on purpose you've tried to make all different colors to show me what. That's uh, showing you the quality of the cut rate. Okay. What what uh, how symmetrical the diamond is. Gotcha. That's the and what I want you to do now that I'm putting something from our Jack Lewis Flame collection underneath. Okay. The asset device. Mm -hmm. When you're doing this for a customer at the counter, is to show them the difference in cut grade. In cut is is very noticeable, and this is a way to tell that. Like yep. this this device's machine. This is showing you. I can take it. I take the diamond and hold it across the room and show you what it looks like in the dark. Right. And a properly cut diamond should always look pretty amazing in the dark. Yeah. Like it shadows. <laughs> right. 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 Um, and these do. They, yes. These both will really. Um, one is from our Jacqueline Spark collection, so it's probably this particular one. I think is about a four cut grade. Right? Okay. And then this diamond is from our Jack Lewis Flame collection. Okay. Oh yeah, Z much more symmetrical. Yeah, and what's funny is, so I'm showing this. Well, everybody that sees this for the first time, everybody just says what you just said. They say, "Oh yeah," or "Oh wow." Right. And you have seen this. Before, yeah, I know. But even but you still, still like, say it every yeah. time, right? Because it's 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 so immediately noticeable. If like when you, you drew a line, what I my favorite part yeah. about this because you can get into the details of what the thing actually does, or you can just say, if I drew a line in between across that stone from one side to another, right. completely bisect that diamond in two. Right. The symmetry. On yeah, that thing is perfect. Yep. Like there's nothing's ever cut perfect, but it's as close as you can achieve. Right. Something that's cut by hand. 
Right. Uh, and so those subtle differences, both those diamonds weigh one carat. Okay. One is 104, the flame is 104, and the, uh, the spark is 101. Now, there's okay. a significant difference of price between those two diamonds. Okay. The flame is $2,500 more expensive than the, the spark. Okay. So, again, when you're looking at them, right. and I'll say to a client, I'll say, does that look like $2,500 worth of difference to you? And if it does, that's great. Right, yeah. Maybe it's it does. Not, it's not a leading question. That's for the client to determine. Sure. They, it's Again, it's for them to spend their money where it makes most sense to them. And as long as they have something that lives on their finger mm -hmm. for the rest of their lives that they look down and that they're happy on. I've noticed you're doing these only with round shaped diamonds. Typically, the, the cutting standards apply mostly to rounds. It's easier than okay. the, It's easier to apply to rounds. Yes, you can have um, ideal cut square diamonds. You can have ideal cut cushions. But if I know that she wants something that is a, a different shaped diamond, it, is that going to change much of what we've talked about here today? Or is that... It'll be a, it'll be a conversation for another episode of okay. this for sure to talk about fancies. Gotcha. Okay. All of this sounds great. Doesn't it all ultimately when you're with a customer at the counter come down to, to cost? Yes. I mean, don't they inevitably say, you know, I may agree with everything you've said, Carter, and you've sold me, I should value cut. And I, but I've only got X dollars to spend and so it was it wasn't almost a waste of time that you spent all this time to talk to me about it when all i've got is x dollars like how do you eventually pivot to get no to them because to you, you spend those x dollars in a different way okay not once did i ever say adjust your budget that's true i what i said was once reality of, of what these things mean adjusting your expectations before right. you actually looked at diamonds right now you have Facts, right? You know, this is what it looks like. Everybody walks through that front door of my store, and they say, "I have this much money to spend." Mm -hmm. Great, mm -hmm. I'm here to help you spend that much money. If I, if that person says I have five thousand dollars and I end up selling them a six thousand dollar diamond, it's a pretty good reason probably why they spent a little bit more. Right, they might have gotten a bigger diamond, or it might have been a little better cut grade than they were anticipating, or. Actually, cut grade is not the thing that they walk in the door even thinking about. Right, yeah. It's the ironic thing. I wouldn't have. It's the most important thing, and it's the thing that they know nothing about. Right. I would have thought size. I need a one carat. I've heard of one carat or shape. It's probably what I'm thinking Right. when I and, walk in. You know, so we're here to break down kind of some of the nuances of, of what that looks like and what the reality does of when you actually have to pay for it. Right. All right, so how do you close it? Like, you've given me all this. What's what, what's your closing? Like, am I, am I going to buy this diamond from you, or I don't know? Like, I'm, I'm on the edge. What do you what do you say? What, what if I seem uncertain? Right? Do you, yeah. do, do you push me? Do you, no, do, you, do, you think, never. do you think that I know this guy wants it, he just isn't nope. ready to do it? Like, what, how do you, what do you do? It's funny because we call this like the sales process, right? This yeah. isn't the sales process for us. Okay. As a matter of fact, if there's anything at this store, we're probably, my team would probably tell you this too, we're probably not pushy to a fault. <laughs> okay. Because this is a big deal, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so what we're going to do, let's say, let's say Josh says, oh, I, I got all this over. Right. Good man. I got to sleep on it. I got you know, told a, me a lot. Right. Kind of a big decision. Probably it is. smart. We're gonna mm -hmm. we're gonna write the information down. We're gonna contact you via text, via email, likely within the hour. Where we're gonna send you the information of what you looked at. You're always welcome to take pictures. Matter of fact, sure. yeah. under this device, I always recommend somebody take pictures of the diamond with an iPhone. With an well, an Android is typically a better phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Not that I'm biased and. Mm -hmm. Not that you're an iPhone guy, but I just find that the camera. Is I mean, I just I just like high quality things. So, right. I mean, I, typically, you know, the high quality stuff that I take pictures of with, uh, yeah. with my Android mm -hmm. and put it on. Instagram. I mean, it's okay. It, it's passable. I mean, you're in the diamond business. You should want to make it look the best. Hewlett's are winning. Okay. So yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna send you all that information. Yep. You're gonna have it. Typically, we're also gonna get a ring size. What, what okay. Here for the for. The That's right. Yeah. I, I don't know what size her finger is. So how's that? Know, and then nice. you'll have all that in an email form or text form, whatever works best for you. But we're never pushing. Okay.
doesn't work that way. Pushy doesn't work for me, and it's not gonna work for. All right. Well, I mean, I I guess I'll have to get back to you. I need to sleep on it. All right. Yeah. I mean, don't I don't, don't don't call me. I'll call you. Um, if I'm interested. Right. How, how long do you let that that linger? Like, do you follow up with it with a guy yeah, a week up. later or something? Yeah, probably a week, and then we're gonna leave. Because I mean, if I'm here, like, I wanna I wanna buy this. I'm thinking I, I would yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. So sometimes you might just need a little bit of a nudge. Yeah, in, in the form of a follow-up, maybe. Sometimes it'll be something super low-key. It's typically, for us, we have uh, text messaging. Is, I mean, right? That's how we That's right. Nobody wants to answer. Nobody wants to listen to a voicemail. We want to answer <laughs> no. an email or a text at our, at our leisure. That's right. typically how we're going to do it. Again, I don't want to feel bad. I don't want to feel... I don't want to feel guilty that I can't afford the nicest thing possible for my girlfriend, mm-hmm. right? And so... Because I, that's where I'm coming in at. I'm thinking I want to get you know the best thing. I want to get something she's going to love, and I don't want to make a mistake, to. right? Yeah. So yeah, that's what we want. So when I when it gets to the point where it's uncomfortable to talk about, I've only got this much money though, yeah. you know, um, just I guess be able to walk me through that and and help me prioritize what I should prioritize so that I still feel good about what I'm getting her, and knowing that well, I'm first not of all, making a mistake, especially when people get married young, nobody ever gets exactly the size diamond that they wanted to get when they were 23. Right. Yep. Right. That's really the only, there's no reason to, to worry and be scared about that. We're here to help you walk sure. through that. We're going to, uh, as far as the individual diamond goes, there's no mistake as far as that goes. Because let's say you went out on a limb and assumed that she liked Princess Cut and she really wanted a round. Probably not going to be a problem. <laughs> you know, we'll swap that yeah. out and we'll, we've, done, yeah. we've done that over the years. It, it's, it's so rare though. Yeah. Generally when somebody walks through the door, they're not concerned about that. They kind of know what it is that she wants the ring style to be, what the center stone is going to be, roughly yeah. the weight, what determines budget and things like that is up to the person paying for it, right. obviously. So. Well, and, I mean, we, we do ring cam around here where we'll have you know the, the camera in the box and some people will, will record it. And one of the most common questions that we hear the, the proposer ask in those videos eventually, yeah. once they've done it, is do you like it? Do you like it, yeah. And, and I again, I, just, I want to keep returning to that because like, that's where... I think the customer's heart is when they're but standing isn't it here. Funny, like uh, one thing they all have in common, all the videos over mm-hmm. the years, is the person receiving it. That thought doesn't even dawn on them 100%. until the person right. asks. That, that's right. That's where I was going. And, like, and, like, and then they look at them and they're like, "Of course I do." Right. You know, it has nothing that, to do. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. And that, that's that's kind of where I wanted to go with that. Is, is yeah. that? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to for, step on your own. No, but no, well, but but for all the we're on the same page because like, we know yeah. like. For, for all the, the hesitation and fear that, that you might feel coming into a place like this about not wanting to make a mistake and not wanting to buy the wrong thing and I've only got this much money and she's going to like, we like to say she's going to love it forever because she's going to love you forever. Right. And that's the thing that we just see time and time again yeah. when people propose and they ask that question, do you like it? Like you said, the answer is of, of course, <laughs> she's going to love it. She's it, you. You cannot. You will not make a mistake with this no, because 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 it means more than just the the, the sparkly rock and the shiny metal. You're saying that I'm thinking like nobody ever made a mistake by buying a diamond for somebody they love. <laughs> exactly. Right. You know. Right. Ultimately, it's a complex purchase because we just spent a good deal of time talking about all that sure. goes into determining the the value of a diamond, but right. the actual gift of giving it is fairly simple yeah. like everybody walks through that door with the idea same idea i love someone and i want to show that person i love them and i probably want to spend the rest of my life with them is typically why they're here yep um and what does that look like that shouldn't be anything other than a good day i'm sold all right you're right back with the final facet if jack lewis jewelers only sold engagement rings to rich people we'd be out of business quick 
You're not supposed to have money when you get married. You're young, probably in your 20s. You're just starting out. If you only got a couple hundred bucks to spend on a diamond ring for your girlfriend, that's great. So we'll be excited to show you our collection of solitaire rings starting at $299. We're not secretly eager to steer you towards something bigger and more expensive. So don't worry about how much you can spend. Just focus on why you're spending it. Because size doesn't matter. She matters. Jack Lewis Jewelers on Eastland Drive in Bloomington. So thanks, everybody, for listening to me ramble. Uh, obviously, diamond cut and, and quality of a diamond are very important to me. It's the foundation, really, of uh, just about any store that sells diamonds. But I would just encourage you when you go through this process, when you walk through my door, when you walk through anybody's door, wherever you are, really kind of in the, in the country, uh, you're going to walk into that store with preconceived notions. Throw all that stuff out the window because you're not buying a diamond based on how it looks on paper. As I always say, the grading report is important, but you're not buying a grading report. You're buying something that's tangible, it's real, it's vibrant, it's beautiful, and most importantly, you're buying it because you're in love. And you can really make this process uh, boring. You can make this process unemotional if you just want to focus on percentages and the, uh, the facets of the diamond or the or the culet or the fluorescence or anything else that you want to break this down to or you can just say i want the most beautiful diamond that i can afford and i'm willing and open to diamonds in various categories so that's my advice is don't walk into a store saying these are the things i don't want walk into a store and be open to various possibilities i buy diamonds every day and it's unbelievable how many times they show up at my front door and they did not look to me how they how I thought they were going to look on a computer screen. And this happens all the time. So be open and uh, the right diamonds out there for you. Hey, thanks for hearing us out. If this episode generated any thoughts or questions, reach out. Email cartercast at jacklewisjewelers.com or search for Jack Lewis Jewelers on your favorite social media platform and message us there. Next time on the CarterCast, we acknowledge that for various reasons, not everybody wants a diamond center stone in their engagement ring. And that's great because there are plenty of other gemstone alternatives out there. But there are also some stones you should absolutely not put in something as everyday wearable as your engagement ring. Next time, we'll walk you through the top three gemstones to avoid. For John Carter, I'm Josh, and this is the CarterCast. A production of Joshua 1-9 on behalf of Jack Lewis Jewelers in Bloomington, Illinois and online at jacklewisjewelers.com. Jack Lewis Jewelers.